if you are continually focusing on the lack that you have or you're focusing on negativity, you're going to draw in more lack and more negativity. Welcome to the Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade, multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach with a passion for helping people succeed and blaze their own trail in business. If you are ready to up-level your skills, your mindset, and step into your next level self, then you've come to the right place. Think of me as your business bestie, as we navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and life. Each week, I'll be taking you through business strategies, along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys all about vision boards and not only vision boards, but the power of visualization and the power of manifestation. So something I have been into lately that I have become obsessed with is the book, The Secret. I listened to this book a really long time ago and I took a lot of tips from it. I learned a lot from it. It definitely opened my eyes to the law of attraction and how it works, but I've just been re-listening to it again lately and I'm so inspired by this book that I wanted to share how to create a vision board and how to use visualization to create your dream life and make all of your business goals a reality. As you guys know, I always like to talk about things that are backed by actual science and actual facts. So there will definitely be some statistics and some actual facts in this episode, because you might be thinking that manifestation or the law of attraction is just some random woo-woo type of thing that is only for people who believe in it, or it's not real, or it doesn't actually work. So I'm going to be backing up everything I'm saying with some examples of scientific evidence of how it actually works and how our brains actually draw to us the things that we want in our lives. So first let's talk about what a vision board actually is. So a vision board is basically a collection of images and quotes and affirmations that are basically a representation of your dream life. So this can be things like cars, houses, how much money you want to have, how you want your business to perform, what kind of team members you want to have, what kind of goals you want to be hitting, everything that you want from your life, everything that you would imagine to be a part of your dream life should be put down on a vision board. And that's basically what it is. It's a visual representation of all the things that you are wanting in your life. Creating a vision board isn't just about creating a pretty aesthetic, you know, Pinterest looking kind of board. It's about actually creating something that is really going to resonate with you personally and is really rooted in the law of attraction. Law of attraction suggests that whatever we focus on is what we're going to attract into our lives. So that's why vision boards are so powerful and they actually work because they help us to attract into our life the things that we truly want. 
I have been doing vision boards since I was a teenager. This has been a big part of my life. Tony Robbins was the first person I heard talk about vision boards. And he basically said that if you create goals and there's things that you want in your life, not only do you need to create the goals, write them down, but having a visual representation of those goals and what your dream life looks like is the most powerful thing. And this is something I heard about when I was a teenager and I started doing it back then and I could not believe the impact that having a vision board had on actually achieving my goals. It almost seems like magic. Like it's so crazy that it's something that you can just put together, start working towards and those things will happen because you are truly attracting things into your life. The things that you are focusing on, if you are continually focusing on the lack that you have or you're focusing on negativity, you're going to draw in more lack and more negativity. But if you are focusing on the things that you want in your life, such as how you want your business to grow, how much money you want to be making, what kind of house you want to live in, what sort of car you want to drive, what kind of handbags you want to carry around with you, all these exciting, positive things. If we start focusing on the end result and the positive thinking, that is what's going to lead to our dream life and our dream business. I want to let you guys know about a study that TD Bank did. They found that 82% of small business owners who used a vision board from the start reported that they had accomplished more than half the goals they included on that board. That is the power of visualization. It's absolutely incredible. Imagine putting together a vision board for what you want for your dream business And then looking back and at least half of those things you had actually accomplished. That's pretty exciting. So before we get into the nitty gritty of how to actually create a vision board, I want to talk a little bit about the power of visualization and how it works in relation to the law of attraction. I really want you guys to understand the psychology behind the law of attraction and also behind visualization so that you don't think it's just some random exercise where you're just, you know, daydreaming and thinking about what your dream life or your dream business looks like. I really want you guys to understand the actual science and the actual proof behind why it works. So there was a study done on athletes by Dr. Bia Soto at the University of Chicago, and it was a study on basketball players. And they found out that players who visualized making free throws showed a significant improvement, almost as much as those who physically practiced. So that's crazy that you could potentially be visualizing something like a sport and be as good as someone who is actually physically practicing the sport without even doing anything, without getting off your couch, just sitting there and truly visualizing the moves. They also did a study on weightlifters and the research demonstrated that visualization led to nearly as much muscle strength gain as physical exercise, which again is so mind blowing. There was also a 2007 study by Dr. Richard Wiseman, and he talked about luck and positive thinking about how a positive outlook can lead to a more perceived luckiness or more perceived lucky opportunities. So he was a well-known British psychologist and he conducted fascinating research that shed light on the nature of luck and the power of positive thinking. And one of his most notable works was this book called Quirkology, The Curious Science of Everyday Lives. And in this book, he explores various aspects of human behavior and psychology, including the concept of luck. One of his research findings was really in line with the law of attraction, where People who consider themselves lucky often create their own good fortune through four basic principles. 
So these are maximizing chance opportunities. So lucky people are more open to new experiences and therefore are more likely to notice the chance or the opportunity to do something different. So just by starting the process of visualization and starting to visualize things, you're already more aware of opportunities and things that might come your way as opposed to if you didn't visualize it in the first place. The second finding was about listening to lucky hunches. So a lot of people who consider themselves lucky trust their intuition and they often follow their gut feelings. So this is, of course, something that is naturally inbuilt with us where we have an intuition. And sometimes you might feel like you don't have an intuition or it's not fully working properly. That's probably because you haven't been listening to it. The more you listen to your intuition and your gut feelings and you listen to how your body responds to certain situations, the more you are going to start feeling confident and have more trust in your intuition. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever been walking down a street as a female, I've experienced this, but walking down a street late at night and you just kind of feel uncomfortable or you feel like the hairs on your arms or your skin is kind of getting goosebumps and you just feel uncomfortable. You feel like you're not in a good situation and you need to get out of it. And that is your intuition telling you that what you're doing is not the right path. And this is probably not where you should be or what you should be doing. It's like an inbuilt system or a subconscious thing that we don't even realize is going on, but our body is actually taking in all of the different things that are happening around us, whether we're conscious of it or not. And it's notifying us of those things going on around us. So listening to your gut and trusting your intuition and learning to build on your intuition is so important. The third finding was that lucky people often expect good fortune. So they maintain a positive expectation that good things are going to happen to them. And then the fourth one is turning bad luck into good luck. So lucky people often can see the positive side of their ill fortune and they are more resilient and can turn negative experiences into positive ones. So in his experiments, he was able to demonstrate that these principles actually work. So for example, in one of his studies, he asked people who self-identified as either lucky or unlucky to look through a newspaper and count the number of photographs inside. Lucky people on average completed the task in just a few seconds, while unlucky people took about two minutes. This is because there was a message on the second page stating, stop counting. There are 43 photographs in this newspaper. This message was typically spotted by the lucky group who were more open to noticing the unexpected opportunities. Now, his work is often cited in discussions about law of attraction because it provides a scientific basis for understanding how a positive mindset can lead to more favorable outcomes in life. His findings suggest that luck is not just a random phenomenon, but it can actually be cultivated through attitudes and behaviors, which aligns closely with the principles of the law of attraction. I want to also talk about lucky girl syndrome. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but it was like a TikTok trend that was going around for a little while. And I watched a few videos about this lucky girl syndrome. And at first I was like, what is this random stupid thing? Like another trend that's just coming up. But when I started looking more into it, I started to realize that lucky girl syndrome was actually a legitimate thing. And it was a really good way of thinking. So basically the premise is that you just regard yourself as a lucky girl and you say that you are a lucky girl and good things happen to you. And now, whilst I don't personally believe that luck is a thing, I really believe in line with what Dr. Wiseman's findings were that luck is a state of mind. It is a way of being 
And it is a way of thinking and good things start to happen to you when you have that positive way of thinking and you start to draw good things into your life. It's not luck where it's some kind of magical force out there that's either giving you good things or not, or, you know, someone's just born lucky or someone's just born unlucky. I definitely do not believe that. And it really frustrates me with my business or with my success when people say to me like, oh, you're so lucky. It's like, no, I'm not lucky. I have worked extremely hard to get to where I am. I've had to work on my mindset to be more positive. I've had to do so many things to get what other people might perceive as just luck. So whilst I'm using the word luck, I don't actually mean it in a traditional sense. I just mean it in a good things come to those who are positive and who think or assume good things will come to them. So this lucky girl syndrome is a little thing I like to say to myself sometimes. I use it if I'm driving somewhere and I want to get a car park. I'm visualizing getting a car park where I want the car park. And then when it happens, I'm like, look, I'm a lucky girl and good things happen to me. Or if something really excited or really unexpected happens to me, I always think, yep, of course that happened. Like because I'm lucky and good things happen to me. I actually tell myself all the time that good things are going to happen to me and I wish the best outcome for myself. And then more often than not, the good outcome actually ends up happening. So I'd be interested to hear if you guys have heard of lucky girl syndrome or if you have ever tried it yourself, send me a DM on Instagram because I just think it's so interesting. I've had conversations with friends about this and they've seen it as well. When you start to think positive thoughts and you start to expect good things to happen in your life, good things actually start to happen. It's pretty incredible. So now I want to talk a little bit about the law of attraction, which is what the book, The Secret is actually based on. The law of attraction is a concept that suggests we can attract into our lives, whatever we are focusing on. I know there's this uh, saying that I've heard Tony Robbins say a lot, which is where focus goes, energy flows. So wherever you put your focus and wherever you put your attention, that is where the energy is going to go and life will be given to those things that you give attention to. Essentially, it means that like attracts like. So positive thoughts bring positive experiences, while negative thoughts bring more negative thoughts and negative experiences. I want to talk about six principles of the law of attraction. So the first one is that our thoughts shape our reality. So basically our thoughts have the power to manifest into reality. So if we focus on positive or negative thoughts, we can bring those things into our life. So I guess it's a choice that we have to make every day. Are we going to choose to think positive thoughts? Or are we going to choose to think negative thoughts? What kind of a day do we want to have comes down to how we choose to perceive that day and what kind of thoughts we have. The second principle is attraction through visualization, which is why I really want to talk about vision boards, because visualization is a significant aspect. So this involves mentally picturing your desired outcome or your desired goal, and then you imagine living in that reality. This process of visualization does help to increase the likelihood of that thing actually happening and of it actually becoming true. The third principle is the role of emotions. So our emotions definitely cannot be ignored when we are thinking about what we want or what we consider to be a positive or a negative thing. 
Our emotions are considered a powerful amplifier of our thoughts and positive emotions like joy and gratitude, they can help to enhance our ability to attract our desired outcomes. So that's one of the reasons why it's so important to be grateful and have an attitude of gratitude, even if things aren't going as you thought or as you wanted in your business or in your life. It's so important to just at least try to be grateful for the things that you do have and for the positive things in your life and not to be doom and gloom about absolutely everything. So the fourth one is affirmations. So by repeating positive statements over and over again, these affirmations are used to reinforce positive thinking, and they can really help you to change your belief about yourself, your beliefs about your business, your beliefs about your goals. They can really override any negative thoughts or feelings that you might be having. The fifth principle is action. And I love this one because sometimes when I see people talking about manifestation or the law of attraction, they make it seem like you can just ask for these things and you don't have to do anything. You just sit back and everything will be handed to you on a silver platter. And I don't agree with that. I think that in order to be successful and in order to have what you want in your life, you have to take action and you have to go after the things that you want. You can't expect that things will just happen without you putting any kind of effort in. So while it's really important to focus on your thoughts and focus on your emotions, taking proactive steps towards that goal is also critical. There's no way that you can do that without taking those steps. And the law of attraction also emphasizes that your actions should align with your thoughts and with your feelings. So you don't want to be taking action in a direction that feels really uncomfortable or feels like it just doesn't align with you. An example of this might be, say, a business opportunity. And I've personally had this come across my desk before where I've been asked to speak on a podcast or I've been asked to do some kind of business opportunity, but the person or the business that is asking me to work with them just doesn't align with my personal values or my personal goals. So I've said no to many opportunities, which potentially could have gotten me more exposure or they could have given me some kind of either financial or business reward. But I've said no to things because they don't align with who I am as a person and what I value. So it's really important that you take action that is in alignment with your thoughts and with your feelings. Now, of course, I want to address the fact that there is definitely criticisms out there of the law of attraction. And like I said earlier, the way some people teach it is very basic and very not tangible, I guess is the right way of putting it. So I do want to point out that, of course, like anything, there is always going to be criticism. So from a scientific perspective, while positive thinking and goal visualization can be beneficial and they are supported by psychological studies, for instance, in improving confidence, in reducing stress levels and being able to set clear goals, there's no scientific evidence that thoughts can directly influence external events. So I want you guys to understand that, that this is a way of thinking and this is a way that you can draw yourself closer to your goals but it's not some magical thing that is just going to happen externally. Just because you want something doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen. doesn't always mean that it's either right for you or that it's even viable for you either. So I want you guys to keep that in mind because it's not just a cure-all for everything. You need to be having those positive thoughts, visualizing what you want, taking action towards those goals, but then understanding that it's just not like a magic pill that's automatically going to fix everything. 
In a fast-paced world, time is everything. And for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. Flowdesk's user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more, or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. Now, I also want to talk about the reticular activating system, which is a network of neurons in the brain. This is what plays a key role in regulating your thoughts. It's essentially the brain's gatekeeper. So it filters the massive amounts of information that we receive every day and every second, and it decides what gets our attention and what gets filtered out. This system is crucial in understanding how our focus and attention work. The principles of the law of attraction can be connected to how the RAS, which I'm going to call it for short, actually functions. The reticular activating system, RAS for short. So the first way it does this is through focus and perception. So the reticular activating system helps you to notice information that is relevant to you for your current focus or your current goals. So for example, and I'm sure you've had this happen before, you decide you want to get a new car and you've decided what model of car you want, what color of car you want. And then all of a sudden you start noticing that car is everywhere. And I've done this before where I've thought I was the only person getting this car and I thought I was going to be so unique. And then I noticed it being absolutely everywhere. And this isn't because there are actually suddenly more of those cars around, but it's because your RAS is filtering that car into your conscious awareness. And it's very similar with the law of attraction because it suggests that focusing on certain goals or desires is the key. You become more attuned to opportunities and then you're ready to act when those opportunities come your way because you've already been mentally preparing for it. It also helps with selective attention. So the law of attraction really emphasizes the power of focused thought and intention. And the RAS aligns with this by selectively paying attention to the information that aligns with your beliefs, goals, or regular thought patterns. So if you're constantly thinking about positive outcomes, your reticular activating system can actually help you become more aware of the positive outcomes. And then that will lead to even more positive outcomes. It also really helps when it comes to goal setting and visualization. So when you set a goal and you regularly visualize it, you are essentially programming your RAS to pay attention to things that can help you achieve that goal. This is why goal setting and visualization are often so emphasized when talking about the law of attraction, because it all works together hand in hand. The RAS also aligns with the law of attraction when it comes to mindset. So if you maintain a positive mindset, 
your RAS might be more inclined to highlight positive things in your environment, therefore reinforcing the belief that focusing on positivity can bring more positive experiences into your life. So it's like once you start thinking positive thoughts and expecting a positive outcome, your brain will look for more of those positive things and you'll start to see them and you'll start to realize how many positive things your life is actually filled with. I hope you guys have been convinced about using visualization and goal setting and the law of attraction in being able to grow your business. I really love being able to share some of these findings that I have. It's something I've personally experienced in my life, and I really think it can help business owners to achieve their business goals. So I'm going to talk about creating a vision board, and I want you guys to know you can do this for your business or you can do it for personal, or you can do a mixture of both. Personally, my vision board is a mixture of both. I have it kind of divided into sections. I have travel in one section. I have money in another section. I have dream home in a different section. And then I have business goals in another section. And then I have personal like health, fitness, workout goals in another section. So I've kind of got them sectioned out into different parts of my board. And it's a mixture for me of everything. But It's totally customizable to you. So if you just want to do it personal for you, or if you want to create one for your dream business, you could do a dream business vision board as well. Now, if you guys haven't listened to my episode on goal setting, which I released two weeks ago, it was on January 1st. You guys need to go listen to that episode first, because I want you guys to be clear on your goals before you go into the vision board exercise. You definitely want to make sure you know exactly what it is you are wanting to achieve and what it is you're aiming for before you do your vision board. So once you've got all your goals set and you know exactly what it is that you want to do and what you want to achieve, then you want to come to creating the vision board. And one of the first things I think you should do is really set the tone and the right environment for creating your vision board. You want to make sure it's somewhere quiet and somewhere comfortable where you can really sit and think and reflect. Maybe you could play some some of your favorite music or if you're feeling a little bit low in energy, maybe you could go for a walk or you could dance around your living room or sing or do something that makes you feel good because you want to be in a good energetic state when you're creating your vision board. You don't want to just be, you know, late at night where you're already tired and you can't be bothered, but you're just doing it because you know you have to. That's not the energy we want to come at the vision board with. We want to come at it with an energy of excitement and positivity and just really looking at it like anything is possible. If you are struggling to think of what you want to put on your vision board, you're struggling to think about your dream life. Remember, there is no right or wrong. So it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to be a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or some crazy expensive car. If you want that, that's also completely fine, but it doesn't have to be crazy things. There truly is no right or wrong. Sometimes when I've been creating my vision board, I go to put things on there and I'm like, do I even really need this or is this applicable? But if it's something I like and it's something I want in my life, then I'm going to put it on there. One of the things I put on there, which I thought was a bit random, (laughs) was some photos of women and how they dressed, because I'm a big believer that how you dress affects how you feel. And I also think it affects how you present yourself and how other people perceive you. I always say dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. And I make a big point of dressing in a way that expresses myself and my personality and my fashion sense, but also expresses the kind of person that I want to be. So on my vision board, I put some Pinterest images of women dressing the way that I want to dress. 
And I kind of thought it was a bit random and I wasn't sure if that was something I should put on there, but it's important to me and it's something I like. So I figured I would just put these beautiful images on there of how I want to dress and how I want to present myself to other people. So that's what I mean when it doesn't have to be something that is so typical, like a car or a house or an X amount of dollars. It can really be anything that feels right to you and feels good to you. There also doesn't have to be a time frame on it. It can be goals that you want to achieve within the next year or maybe within the next five years or the next 10 years. It really doesn't matter. And sometimes you'll have a certain thing on your vision board every single year. I know for me, for many years, I wanted to get a Range Rover. That was my dream car. And that was on my vision board for many years before it actually happened. Because at the time when I decided I wanted one, I definitely was not able to afford it. And I was nowhere close to being able to afford it. So that stayed on my vision board for a long time. And now that I actually have it, I have no cars on my vision board because I got my dream car and what can be better than that? So now I've replaced it with other things that I'm looking to achieve. One of my other favorite things that I love to have on my vision board, which I've had pretty much on every single vision board I've done is a check. I get a blank check on Google. I just Google the image for a blank check. And then I put to myself what I want to be earning on a monthly basis. I put what I want to be paid on a monthly basis, not through my businesses, but through profit essentially, and through what I want to actually be paying myself every month. Now, of course, if you have a business, you can put your business goals on there. And something that you could do is look at the dashboard that you use for reporting. So in my e-commerce business, we use Shopify. So you could go and take a screenshot of your Shopify dashboard that shows you all of the sales take it into Canva and then change the date and change the amount and put whatever amount you want to see on that dashboard. So you're really getting your brain to look at that amount as something that you're used to looking at daily, which is your Shopify dashboard. And then you have the amount that you want to be earning in a certain amount of time for your business. And it looks like you've really earned that amount. You've got to make it look realistic. So it looks like you've actually earned it. Another way that I do this is I have a screenshot of my bank account. So I have my bank account details and I, again, went into Canva, did a little mock-up of my exact bank account, the exact screenshot that I'm looking at every time I check my bank account. And I've changed the numbers to be the amount that I want to be sitting in my personal bank account. And I just think this is a really cool way of making it seem so real. The more you can make things seem real and seem like it's truly going to be a part of your life, that's going to be the key. Even another kind of random thing I have on there in my workout section is I have photos of women on there who look the way I would like to look. They're muscular and toned and they look super healthy And I've chosen women that don't look completely different to me. They're not currently where I am and it's not currently where I want to be. I'm not choosing body shapes or I'm not choosing images of women that look completely different to me. That's another thing I would recommend. And if there's no faces, I also feel like that's a good thing. I tend to crop the faces out or I cover the faces with another picture. And I like to just have the body there because I don't want to attach a face to it to remind myself that it's not my body. I like to do ones either from the side or from the back, just so that it's more like I'm able to visualize myself with that body. And I know that's again, sounds so random and crazy. (laughs) And when I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, I sound a little bit crazy, but that's the thing with the vision board. It's so completely customizable and personal to you. You don't have to worry 
about what you're putting on there. You can put on there absolutely anything that you want that feels good to you. Another thing you can do in terms of body and working out, if you have ever been in really good shape or somewhere that you were really happy with, and that is a goal of yours, you can definitely put a photo of yourself in there. I just personally don't have any photos of myself where I'm truly happy with where I'm at. But if I know a lot of people who have been happy with where they've been at in the past and they use that photo as their inspiration or they have a certain pair of jeans or something that they want to fit into. So they put a photo of themselves in those jeans on their vision board. That is also another thing you can do. Again, whatever is going to work for you and motivate you the most. Now for the actual making of the vision board. So I tend to use Canva. Canva is amazing. It's so easy to use and you can definitely remove the background from photos. You can make it like a collage. You can even put little affirmations in there as well. This is something I don't have on my current board, but I have done in the past. I've put in little affirmations in there, such as I'm a lucky girl and good things happen to me, or I'm a wealth magnet and money just flows to me. I put different little affirmations in there because I like to read them out to myself and I like to just see them and visualize them. So you can definitely do this on Canva. You can select a font that you want. And sometimes I also put a little bit of text in the middle of the cluster of images that shows what the images are about. So one of mine is a dream office space. So I've got dream office written there. I've got dream home next to my dream home. I have international travel with all my travel pictures. I have some sales figures for my business that are specifics that I want to hit for that year and also the mission for our business. So for example, for my wholesale e-commerce business, our vision is to be Australia's top hair extension supplier and the number one place for hair extension education. So I have that written on my vision board as well, just to remind myself of my company's vision and what it is that we're trying to achieve. Now, of course, you can do it the old school way. And I know some people still love doing this where they want to print the photos and cut them out and glue them onto a board. That is completely fine. If that works for you, you do that. But personally, I just like to use Canva. I find it's really simple and easy. And then I make it as a background on my computer. I make it as a background on my laptop, my phone. I have it everywhere. I've also heard of people printing out their vision board from Canva, all done as a collage. And then they like to put it on their wall. Uh, Last year, I actually printed out small versions of my vision board and I kept them in my wallet. I kept them in my journal. I had them kind of scattered around in different places so that I could look at it on a regular basis. Another little tip for your vision board is that it doesn't always have to be material things. So like my vision board includes international travel. That's not a material thing. That is an experience that I want to have. That is something I want to live every single year. I want to be able to travel and have new experiences. So that's really important to me. And that's why I put that on there. Having things on there, I've got vegetables and weightlifting and working out and these fit toned bodies. That is more of how I want to be as a person. I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. I want working out to be a part of my daily routine. So that's not a monetary or a material thing. It's also a way of being. And that's something that I want to have in there. Another thing I have listed on my vision board is a dream team, which I actually genuinely feel like I have that. I can probably take it off my vision board because I love my team. They're so amazing. I don't even feel like it could get any better, but I have dream team written on there and I have like a little cartoon of a girl gang. It's kind of like the back of a girl gang all hanging out together and just being the ultimate dream team. So it doesn't necessarily have to be financial or material things. You can put experiences, you can put 
people that you want to attract into your life. I've heard of people using this to attract a partner, like a husband or a wife into their life by having someone on there or having images of, you know, a couple doing things together. I've heard of people doing that as well to help bring someone special into their life. So there's so many avenues that you can go down to create the ultimate board. And when you're doing this, I really want you to try to focus on the emotions of achieving these things. So don't let yourself get caught into the trap of thinking, oh, this is not going to happen or this dream seems so far away or so unrealistic. Try to stay in that energy of excitement and happiness and joy and gratitude and all those good feelings as you're creating it, because it's going to allow your creativity to flow and it's going to allow you to create a really good really inspiring envision board when you stay in that energy. I also just want to point out a study from the university of California found that visualization activates the same neural networks that the actual task performance does. So essentially training your brain for the real life execution of your dreams. It's actually crazy that your brain doesn't know the difference between whether something's really happening or you're just thinking it in your brain. It doesn't know the difference between thoughts and reality. So if you start to visualize and you start to use your vision board as a tool to achieve your goals, your brain is going to think that you've already achieved them and it will start acting in line or acting the way someone does who has achieved those goals. So for instance, my fitness goals, if I have these things on here and I'm visualizing myself working out every day and training really hard at the gym and cooking myself nutritious, healthy meals, I'm going to start acting like someone who is fit and who does train every day and who does eat really healthy because my brain doesn't know the difference. My brain now thinks that's who I am. I'm a healthy person who works out and then my actions start to align with that. So it's just this repetitive cycle where it all works together hand in hand. So I really hope you guys are inspired to go out and create your vision board. And I challenge each of you to take some time this week to create it if you haven't. And please share it with me. I would love it if you would share with me your vision board. It makes me so happy when you guys share with me your goals. I know from the goal setting episode, you guys have shared a few with me, which I really, really love. And if you want to share your vision board with me, if you're comfortable sharing it, I would love to see it because it just hypes me up so much. And I'm such a big believer in the power of this. And I know how much it works. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in other people's lives and I know it works. So Definitely get out there and do it, take action, and you will see some amazing results. Now, I want to talk about my favorite thing of the week, and I'm going to talk about the book, The Secret, because that's basically what this whole episode is about, but it's something that I've been doing a lot of lately. I've been listening to the audiobook on Spotify. So recently, Spotify started introducing audiobooks for free if you're a premium member. There's some really good audiobooks on there. I already have an Audible account, which I love, but I haven't been using my Audible as much lately because I've been preferring to listen to podcasts or I've been going back to reading paper books, which I also absolutely love. But the book, The Secret, is an amazing book. And the Audible, well, sorry, the Spotify version is actually so good. It's got an author, but then they also have little snippets of quotes from specific people, which I love. One of the people they refer to a lot is Jack Canfield. You guys already know, I love the book, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. I've talked about it so much on this podcast, but he also talks about visualization and the law of attraction and vision boards. And so they quote him a lot in the book, which I'm just such a fan of that. I absolutely love that. 
There's also a movie called The Secret. So if you are not a book reader or you are not a audiobook listener, then definitely check out the movie. I think it's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure, but it's a great movie that really demonstrates the law of attraction and how you can use it in your life. So I really hope you guys feel inspired after this episode. I know I do. I feel even more inspired just talking about it. And I hope you guys have a great week. I'll be back here next week. Same time, same place. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.